listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I'm smelling the dog. I am a butt. I'm smelling the dog. I'm super smiley. I'm a cat too sweet the travel kitty. I'm a big girlfriend. Angel's really pretty. I'm a pony. We share a big horse. We have a big yard. Yeah, we have to, of course. I'm a pool. In the summer, I stay cool. We have a fountain. Live in the mountain. Live high on the hump. Need to be a spokes dog. I'm smiling the dog. Woof and super smiles. Welcome to a super smiley adventure. I'm Megan Blake here with my sidekick, Smiley, the giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways. You're listening to Pet Life Radio, the largest pet podcasting network in the world. Our show explores super smiley adventures with animals. They can be traveling out in the world on trips or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self-discovery or just plain fun adventures. And today is going to be a fun one. The pigs are here. We all know and love Best Friends Animal Society. Now, did you know that they have the largest animal sanctuary in the United States? It's in Utah. It's called the Best Friends Animal Sanctuary, and they rehabilitate and give forever homes to dogs and all kinds of animals. You all remember National Geographic's Dogtown? Well, that was Best Friends. They also have Horse Haven, the Parrot Garden for Birds, and Pig Paradise. When I volunteered at the sanctuary in Utah, I worked with the pig for the very first time in my life, and I was amazed. Their head steward and fearless leader is Yvonne, and she's here with us today. Hi, Yvonne. Hi, Megan. How are you? I am so excited to have you on here. We're going to take a quick commercial break and hear all about the pigs. So we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. I'm I'm Buster. You're telling me my dog food products can't go on your shelves? That's right. Didn't pass one of my Petco certified nutrition checklists. Sorry, Wayne. Who made these checklists? Geniuses. Very smart guys. Well, it's good enough for most grocery stores. Do you see cheese puffs on my shelves? Mayonnaise? Soda pop? No. That's because I ain't running no grocery store, Wayne. Your pets will get better nutrition, I guarantee it. Petco. With healthy pets go. Enter the code LUCKY10. L-U-C-K-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. I play tennis because I love to. But inside, I want to win. Take away the court, the net. I might not be a player, but I'll always be a competitor. Lady Foot Locker understands that. Lady Foot Locker. The first to carry Adidas off-court shoes and the gear that goes with them. If you play your best, there's no regret. Lady Footlocker. One place. Every woman. Go to LadyFootlocker.com and enter the code AFPLR1LF to get 10% off any order of $50 or more. Or enter the code AFPLR2LF to get 15% off any order of $75 or more at LadyFootlocker.com. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called InfoSeeds. InfoSeeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. Is the best, most cost-effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website. PetLifeRadio.com Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoSeed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. 
thinking about buying a monkey? How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions, where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all, what were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart, every week on demand from PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We're back to a super smiley adventure on Pet Life Radio, which is the largest pet podcasting network in the world. Today, we have a possibly awesome adventure with Yvonne McIntosh from Best Friends Pig Paradise. Again, Best Friends has the largest animal sanctuary in the United States with horses, dogs, cats, birds, and a real pig paradise. Welcome, Yvonne. Hi, Megan. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're so excited. My visit to Pig Paradise was so eye-opening. I'd heard that pigs are smart, but I want to tell everybody they are really sensitive, they're intuitive, they're intelligent. I was just blown away. Tell us about this. They are, and most folks are. Um, There are those misconceptions about pigs, and then folks come here and they get to meet them and have some one-on-one time, and that is one of the things that they're blown away by, how smart they are and how clever They're actually more intelligent than dogs, and that's been proven with some scientific studies, which really shocked me back when I was pignorant. (laughs) I thought you were pignorant. That is so cute. And they they are. I took the pigs for a walk, and they followed, and it seemed like they talked to me and like I understood what their little sounds meant. Isn't that true? It is. Uh, They can. They can be harness trained. Lots of folks love to do that. It's really good for the pigs. They do need some stimulation, so walking is a great way to do it. And once you're around them, you can definitely understand what they're trying to convey to you through their oinks. Right. And tell everybody how, let's let's describe this for everyone. First of all, the Best Friends Animal Sanctuary is in the middle of this gorgeous mountain range with these beautiful red cliffs. And we're walking down a little, little path with a pig. So, and I had a wonderful time. Tell everybody how you take a pig for a walk. <laughs> Well, so most of our guys are now off of harnesses. Uh, We do start the harnesses when they're younger. And one of the best ways to do it for some of the pigs that are more pig-headed is to lure them with treats, to bribe them. And we're now currently, we've gone through a couple different things. First, we were using popcorn, then we went on to shredded wheat. And now we're using our most healthiest treat yet, which is pieces of dehydrated sweet potatoes, kiwi, strawberries, etc., Wow, that sounds like a a really good diet that we could benefit from too, doesn't it? (laughs) It does. The funny thing is most of the pigs now know their walking area, their routine, and uh, I I think they're just every now and then will become stubborn just to get more goodies from the volunteers. Uh, Once again, showing how smart they are, kind of like trying to train a border collie, right? They outsmart you every step of the way. Well, And what you do with the pigs is what I did anyway with with one of the big pigs was I would put the little breadcrumbs or the little food crumbs along a path and he would just follow me, follow me on the walk. And he would trot sometimes and look at me. It was just so much fun. And speaking of food and feeding the pigs, we just talked about this healthy, healthy food. People have misconception about what pigs want to eat and how they live, right? You are absolutely right, Megan. Thank you for bringing that up. Folks tend to think that pigs should be hugely obese because that's what people are used to seeing with the farm pigs. Not realizing that farm pigs are made to be obese for a terrible reason. Pigs on their own in the wild are rather 
slender. Pot bellies do have some curves to them, which is why they're called pot bellies. But all pigs left on their own devices out in the wild would be eating healthy items and they would be foraging for them all day long. So there would be no obesity. And obesity is one of the most depressing states we see the pigs in. They don't want to move. They can't move. It causes mechanical blindness where the fat engulfs their eyes and can even cause bone fractures in their legs. The pigs that you're referring to now are pigs that have been obtained for pets, right? And the people just don't know how to take care of them properly. Is that what you're saying? You're correct. Pigs do have appetites that exist most of the time because they are designed to forage and people love to feed them. It makes the pig happy. The people feel (laughs) like they're really loving their pet. And they're also a lot of times giving them things that aren't suitable although they taste really good, like Twinkies and pizza, dog food. Oh, my goodness. So if someone wanted a pig because they just love pigs, like I know you love them and I fell in love with them there myself, what should they feed them? How should they take care of their pig if if they're dead set on getting one? Well, the biggest thing is to do your homework and research prior to getting the pig. There's a lot of information these days on the website, and you can find a lot of information on our website at bestfriends.org. Vegetables are huge for pigs to be healthy and stay a good weight. And I've got actually a document that I send out to folks who are interested in giving their pigs a proper diet, but lots of veggies and no junk food and really light on the fruits. I was there when you all were making them lunch. I believe it was lunch and it was amazing. I want to tell everyone they had these giant I call them bowls. My horse eats out of them, but I call them their breakfast bowls. And there was there was lettuce and mixed greens and and all kinds of vegetables. I mean, I felt like I was at a fancy restaurant or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like being at the salad bar at Best Friends. <laughs> exactly, the Best Friends. And you would never think that the Best Friends salad bar would be being made for the pigs, right? <laughs> right. Nothing but the best for the pigs. <laughs> right. And then what about spaying, neutering? Do you do that when you have a pig? Is that necessary? Yes, that's a really good point. And lots of folks think that it's not necessary, especially if they only have one pig. Bottom line is, it's much healthier for them. Females most likely will develop uterine tumors if they're not spayed. The other thing is males will have a musky scent and they'll try to be romantic as dogs do when they're unneutered. The other thing is, pigs. let's say you have a female pig, you're not getting her spayed because she's in a fence and you have no other pigs. And you're some reason not worried about the tumors. If there is a male pig within about a five mile radius, they'll find each other. The male will come to the fence and they can mate right through a fence. And a lot of folks don't realize that. No, I think most people don't realize that. So there's so many reasons. First of all, you don't want any unnecessary piglets being born to then be taken care of. And also um, you said it actually can help their, their health, their state of health by being spayed or neutered right? Definitely. Same thing with the dogs. And speaking of similar things with the dogs, we all know about puppy mills. Everybody's pretty much educated on that now. Are there breeders that, you know, that we would want to avoid if we wanted to get a pig? How would a responsible pig person go about getting a pig? I guess they go to best friends, right? Tell us, tell us, what do they do? (laughs) That is true. They can go to best friends. And even if they're out of our area and it's too far to transport a pig, I'm in touch with pig rescues all over the country. So I certainly can network and find them someone to adopt near them. That's the very best thing. There are lots of pigs in need of forever homes. The other thing, you bring up a really good point about the puppy mills, etc. There are piggy mills out there. And now that this, unfortunately, there's this myth about 
teacup pigs, and they're also called dandy pigs or micro mini pigs. And these are simply words used by breeders, many of them backyard breeders, to try to dupe people into believing the pigs will stay 20 to 40 pounds. Oh, they won't. So- and that's a problem. A lot of folks are going out and buying them and then dumping them after the pig becomes way, way larger than was promised. So a teacup pig, obviously that word gives the illusion that you're getting a tiny little cute little pig, like a little bunny rabbit almost. When it's a baby, it kind of looks like that. But then they're promising maybe in the fine print that it'll grow to 40 pounds. But how big in reality would a pig like that possibly get? Well, average is figure about 150 pounds. Well, that's huge. That's really Oh my gosh. And it's, it honestly is probably not as big as a lot of folks think. I don't know if you remember Daphne, but Daphne's about 150 pounds and she doesn't look it, but they're so dense and their weight differs in comparison to dogs. Right. So 150 pounds is really not that big for a pig, but a lot bigger than a lot of people want in a pet. Right. But there's so, and I love what you said. Let me back up. I love what you said about going to the pig rescue because I had no idea. I felt like I got a world of education just in the two days I spent at Pig Paradise, but I even, I didn't have any idea there were pig rescues around the country. That's amazing. I have to tell you back when I was pignorant, I didn't either, nor did I realize, <laughs> I just didn't realize that there was still an issue with folks buying pot belly pigs mostly and thinking they were going to stay tiny. I thought the fad was over and people had become educated. So I was, I was unaware of it. I, and a lot of folks are unaware, but there is a big community out there. There is, there is. Just in going to pet events and pet expos, there are some amazing people who actually love and steward pigs very, very well like you do, Yvonne. And we're going to take a quick commercial break. Don't go away. We're going to have some more wonderful Super Smiley adventures with Yvonne from Pig Paradise at Best Friends. Smiley, can you wait? Good boy. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to 1-800-PetMeds.com forward slash adventure, A-D-V-E-N-T-U-R-E to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. Whether they're big, small, hairy, or whatever, you're going to need gear for your feet. And Kids Foot Locker's got all the great shoes and gear that'll get you in the game. Go to kidsfootlocker.com and enter the code AFPLR1KF to get 10% off any order of $50 or more. Or enter the code AFPLR2KF to get 15% off any order of $75 or more at kidsfootlocker.com. And cover those funky feet. I don't make any decisions about who to hire without going to Angie's List first. You'll find reviews on home repair to health care written by people just like you. With Angie's List, I know who to call and I know the results will be fantastic. Angie's List, who you can trust. Go to Angie's List.com. 
forward slash super and get 25% off any subscription. That's Angie'sList.com forward slash super. S-U-P-E-R. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a -a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back on a super smiley adventure with a wonderfully fun guest. We have Yvonne from Pig Paradise from Best Friends Animal Sanctuary. Hi, Yvonne. Hi, Megan. So when I visited the pigs, not only did I get to take them for a walk, but I also got to massage and scratch them. They're very social, loving creatures, right? They are. And that's one of the things that a lot of people don't realize. Once they feel comfortable with someone, they'll flop over for a belly rub. They love, love, love to have their belly scratched and under their arms scratched and behind their ears where it's really soft. And when I scratched them, they were very, very clean. Their skin just felt very smooth. Their, their hair is bristly, but it's very, it was very clean. They were clean animals. What, what about that? Because people often have this image, like you said, of the big slovenly pigs. You know, we, we even use that term in a derogatory manner sometimes in the mud. So what about that? Well, thank you. You bring up a really, really good point. Pigs do use mud to cool down. And what I always like to bring up to people is, well, when humans go to spas and have mud facials and mud body wraps and spend money for it, we certainly don't call them dirty. No. So this mud for the pigs, it's good for their skin. It's a natural way to cool themselves and prevent sunburn. Think about elephants and hippos using mud. That's exactly what I was. I had the image of elephants when you were saying that. And people don't view the elephants as um, as dirty. They view them as these majestic creatures. And I guess we should start looking at our at our intelligent little pigs that way, too. Right. You are absolutely right. It's just really getting educated and getting to know pigs. And we've had so many folks whose their thoughts about pigs have changed tremendously. It's, It's a really rewarding part of the job for sure. Yeah. Yvonne, when I was there, I want to share with everyone, Yvonne has such an, an extreme passion for these pigs. She understands them. She rescues them. She, her heart goes out to them. How on earth did you become, uh, did you even learn about pigs? How did this happen? <laughs> I have to tell you, my husband and I, I've been here five and a half years and we still laugh about me being the pig lady. <laughs> it, was, um, it was not something I planned. Again, I was ignorant and I honestly didn't think about pigs at all. And it was just, well, I used to say it was by accident, but in all honesty, it was exactly what was supposed to happen. And I learned a really valuable lesson. How arrogant of me to think that I should plan my life and what I'm going to do when if I step back and let it happen the way it's supposed to, I ended up right where I was supposed to be. 
I had planned on working with dogs and one of the dogs I was coming to adopt passed away and it really just, I didn't take it well. And there was an opening in the department where the pigs were. There were about five of them at the time. And I met them and fell in love with them. I can completely understand that because when I met them, I fell in love with them too. I was just volunteering there, mostly for the dogs. And I wanted to see the birds and the cats. And of course, I love horses, but I had never really experienced pigs. So I thought, well, I'll just do this for you know an experience and see what they're like. But I truly was fascinated and enchanted. These are the correct words. I was enchanted by the pigs. I I saw you all talking with them. I remember one went into the lunchroom, the cafeteria, as I call it, the the salad bar, and he wanted a treat or something. And he he wasn't getting one because it wasn't lunchtime. And he started throwing a tantrum. He started talking and and grunting. And could you tell us about how the pigs, how they communicate and how they will, will express themselves? Paint a picture for everyone. Sure. Well, let me start by telling you they have about 200 different sounds. It varies anywhere from a very low, soft coo kind of a thing to we've got some that will scream like a banshee when they want something and they're not getting it. <laughs> That's what I saw. I saw that one. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you, when the, I don't know if you remember, when, but when the food cart comes down, then all the noises start happening down here. But you're right. They will throw a tantrum and they will express themselves vocally as well as sometimes they get a little pushy. And that's one of the things to really watch out for. Training right. is essential for these guys. Yes, I remember that. I think that that one did start screeching and then he started getting pushy and you all told him he had to go out. He had to go outside and it was very funny because he did. He turned around and walked outside, but he was fussing the whole way. It was like a, it was like an old person just like, well, I'm going out, but I'm not happy about this. I want you to know it. And he, screech, screech, screech. It was very funny. So, so speaking of training the pigs, we all have a basic concept of training our dogs dogs and horses and the kitty cats can be easily socialized. Like what can you actually train a pig to do? How, I don't even know what kind of question to ask. Would you please help me with this one? Sure. You can train them to do almost anything you can a dog. With the exception, the pot bellies are not nearly as agile as a dog, but you can get them to sit, stay, give me your hoof, lie down, spin around, walk through your legs as you're walking. And recently, we started some agility training some of the pigs. The same thing we've got for the dogs up at Tara's Run here. The ramps, the tunnels, tubes that they go through, steps. One of our pigs, Holly, loves it. She goes on everything without any treats or prompting or bribing of her. They absolutely love it. Ah, well, that sounds like they're playing the way dogs play and cats play. Do the pigs play? They do. They do, especially if two of them are together and bonded, but they'll also play with humans, which is really neat. That's one of the great things when you bond with a pig to see its, its personality blossom. Right. And like you said, the personalities blossom. I believe that in training a dog, you can actually increase their potential. Potential is a word that kind of like seems to have a ceiling, but I don't believe that. I personally believe that the more the mind is opened up, the more the potential increases. Do you see that with animals? Most definitely. Absolutely. Yes. And also, Yvonne, Yvonne told me a really amazing story. Once again, let me paint this picture. The sanctuary is surrounded by these beautiful mesas and plateaus and cliffs. And Yvonne told me a story about how you had first got a pig had arrived there and you looked and he had gone way up on a cliff or something way up there and you climbed up. Tell us about this life, you know, threatening activity when you saved a pig. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about that story in a while. It just makes me chuckle. Yes, there were two pigs and they are, this is another good point. Pigs can interbreed with each other. So you can have a pig that's part pot belly and a pig that's part farm pig. 
which is what Rocky was, the pig that got stuck up on the cliff. So he was larger. He was probably at that time, I'm going to say almost 300 pounds. And he couldn't see well. And I never anticipated he would be up on that cliff. I actually thought it was a different pig who was much more outgoing. Well, there he is. He's up there and he's stuck and he can't move at all. So what am I going to do? I have to climb up and go get him. So I get up there and he was shy with people. Oh, because he was new. When we stay up on a cliff, it is almost like a sheer drop off. There's like a little tiny path. I'm talking like a rock climber and this pig, um, according to what Yvonne had told me, had kind of gone up the path, the path, the path, and it got narrower and narrower. And he was kind of wedged with the cliff face on one side and the sheer drop on the other side. That's right, right? He was. He was wedged in and he had his one leg underneath stuck on a rock. He wasn't going. He just could not get loose. And I'm afraid of heights. Oh, I didn't know that part. Oh, my. Well, any of us, pet animal lovers, when we're faced with the decision, do I go rescue this animal or do I wait and see what happens or wait to get help, you go usually. So I scrambled up there and somehow, and all I can say is must have been adrenaline really pumping through. And so I somehow grabbed him and picked him up and sat him on my lap. So he's struggling to get away from me. And here we go. We're going down with him on my lap and I'm sliding down on my push and we get down partway and I think, okay, this is a good spot. He'll be able to get down from here. So I let him go because he was struggling to get away from me. Instead of going down, he makes a lateral move and goes to the side. So we had to repeat that all over again. And of course, by that time, there's a big crowd. But the important thing is we got him down successfully. He was not injured at all. And he never went back up that cliff. Oh, that's a, that is such a cool story. And I want to also share with everyone that people are invited and welcome to come to Best Friends in Utah and volunteer. And they can volunteer at Pig Paradise with the birds, with the horses. And you have a lot of people there, don't you, Yvonne? We do. And we rely heavily on volunteers. We couldn't do it without folks helping us. And I want to say that when I went to volunteer, I arrived at about 2.30 in the morning. I had left LA and tra- traffic was terrible. So when I got there, it was in the winter and it's pitch black, but the blanket of stars, because it's a very high elevation. What's the elevation there? Do you know? Oh, it's about 5,000 feet. Yeah, it's, it's, it's way up there. So the air was just pristine. There was a blanket of stars in the sky and a blanket of snow on the ground. And I was, was exhausted. I think I'd actually gotten a ticket for driving with my brights on, which I don't really understand but because <laughs> it was pitch black dark. But I had gotten a ticket, so I was very, very stressed. But the second I stepped out onto the snow with that blanket of stars in the sky, it was like literally a healing vortex. There truly is a feeling of true sanctuary and healing and compassion in this at Best Friends Animal Sanctuary. And I I really encourage anyone, anyone and everyone to go up there. It's bestfriends.org, right, Yvonne? It is. And you're right. It is a very special and healing place. You really have to come and experience it and experience the animals. Yes. And they can find more information on the pigs, particularly in particular at bestfriends.org as well, right? That's correct. And then you go under, um, I believe it's called The Animals, and you can click on Piggy Paradise and um, learn about them and see if they're the right pet for you. We have, uh, we have them up for adoption, and I can find them elsewhere for folks if they live too far away. And the other interesting thing we're doing now are Picassos. The pigs are painting masterpieces. Oh, oh my I goodness. Guess. Tell us about this. We don't know anything about this. It's new. Well, we're doing mostly folks are choosing canvases and different sizes and the pigs were putting paints on them 
and a plastic barrier so the paint doesn't go up the pig's snout. And the pig is making this masterpiece, the Picasso, <laughs> with uh, his or her snout and tongue and sometimes even a hoof or two. That is, are you calling this a pigasso? A pigasso? That's, that's correct. Oh. <laughs> I just got that. Oh my, that is so cute. Well, these are these are beyond amazingly fun possum adventures. These pigs are leading you on, Yvonne. And I appreciate you being here with us so much. And I'd love to have you back on. You can tell us some more about more treats that the pigs are sharing with you in your life. Oh, I'd love to, and thank you so much. You know, it was wonderful having you out here, and I can't thank you enough for educating folks about pigs. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And speaking about the animals leading us on adventures, um, Yvonne, you've never met my dog, Smiley. His alias is Super Smiley, but he has a fun thing that he's been taking me on. He has developed a flash mob dance for pet adoption, and we're touring the country doing this flash mob dance. It's very, very funny and very cute. <laughs> Last weekend, we were at Pet Expo USA in Los Angeles, and the weekend before that, we were in North Carolina, and we stopped by the rehearsal for the play Hairspray, and the cast members learned the dance, and they just whipped out the Super Smiley dance right in the middle of their rehearsal. It was so much fun. And that's up on our YouTube site right now. It's youtube.com slash Megan Blake. And we've been invited back next weekend to North Carolina. And we are going to open the show Hairspray. Smiley and I are going to get up there and talk about adopting pets, how the pet adoption is hot, the Super Smiley Dance is happy, and everybody needs to go out and adopt someone, whether it's a pig or a horse or a cat or a dog. What do you think about that? Oh, I think that's wonderful. That is just fantastic. Tell Smiley, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give I'm you a big check out that video. Oh, yes. It's at youtube.com slash Megan Blake and Smiley's mission page and some of his pictures with his celebrity friends. That's at smileythedog.com. It's really, really fun. Oh, and we were at the Best Friends event just last weekend. Best Friends had their super adoption here in Los Angeles. And Smiley and I did what we call a mini, a mini flash mob. We got some little kids up on the stage and they shouted it out and did a couple little wiggles for pet adoption. And that's what it's all about. You know, just sharing the message whatever way we can, right? That's right. Okay, everybody. Uh, one more thing. Toyota has a new pet safe program. And so Smiley wants to share with everyone to buckle up, harness up your pets, and enjoy your adventure. Thank you again, Yvonne. Thank you, Piggy Paradise. And thank you, best friends, for being on Thanks. our show. Thank you, are you so much, Megan. You are so welcome. Until next time, woof and super smiles. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.